podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Support for this podcast comes from the patrons at patreon.com slash FML FPL. We got a late Tuesday night pod. How are we doing? How are we feeling? Yeah, I mean, it was a needed recovery day for me yesterday. I was in Vegas this weekend, and I flew back yesterday morning and went straight into work. So wasn't wasn't doable for me, but you know, feeling yeah. uh, pretty good. I'm definitely very far away from being in touch with FPL. I think this was like the first weekend of the season that I didn't watch a game. Um, Isn't it amazing I, how just missing one weekend just totally like distorts everything? Like you're like I don't know anything that's going on. I don't. I didn't yeah. watch one second that's of what one it feels game. Like even like the weekend when I was up at my parents' house and so I was streaming, so I wasn't really on Slack and shit. Even just not being on Slack and Twitter while the games were going on, I still felt like I didn't know what was going on. You know, just like everyone talking and who scored and who's getting the points and like bonus. I was just like, I don't know anything. I'm just, I'm just a normie watching the football game. Like, what do I know? Yeah, yeah, it's tough to only base off highlights. So I'm going to yeah. be leaning on you very heavily today. Fine today, but before we move to our teams, just wanted to say if you're into the pod and if you wear t-shirts, stay tuned to our social media. First ever. Legit merch item are going to be these simple, very comfortable, high quality t shirts, and they're going to come out this week. So that'll be good. Cool. Um, all right. So, how'd you do? Really bad. I, I, that was the oh, other, no. other side of the coin. I'm fucking so glad I didn't watch any games because, <laughs> yeah, it was a bad one. There was you. only one game of 10 where I had players that got any points, and that was, must have been Liverpool. Yes, correct. I had eight blanks and three players returned, and they were my three Liverpool players, so fuck me. It was just terrible. Every single thing that went wrong went wrong outside of Liverpool, which also kind of went wrong because I didn't Captain Mo with, with everyone Yeah, it was kind of wrong. Yep. Um, I mean, obviously, Hayden found his way back in the team, when, even though I put him like third on the bench or something. <laughs> I don't know. So like, your bench sure. is zero, 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 negative one. It's pretty good. Sure. Yeah, I mean, Neil, just surprise Harry Potter. Just, you're a wizard now, Neil, and he fucking turned him into a frog. Yeah. Fucking toad, French toad. Yep. Yeah, you know, Alaire, obviously. I, I mean, I was waking up drunk every morning pretty much in Vegas. And yeah. when I was just kind of hammered looking at my phone at like 7.30 in the morning and I saw 3-3 three, three for the Brighton-West Ham game, I was just like, we, oh boy. We, knew, <laughs> we were, unfortunately, we knew that was good. coming. Like yeah, That was the was, talk on Slack. I was like, oh no. It was not good. It was really not good. It was just But at first you were probably thrilled. Oh no, I mean, from seeing the, because I just opened my phone at yeah, 10 or something. Yeah. yeah, and it was 3 3. I was like, oh, here we go. And then I just <laughs> pop it up and Walsh it's like. back, baby. <laughs> it's just so ridiculous. You know, so it was one of those. And then the city game, we'll talk about that. I mean, that was, I, I need more insight from you, man on the, man on the ground. But yeah, all of yeah, a sudden I mean, you have just, some problems. You have Lundy, you have Schmeichel, obviously Allaire, Neil. 
There's some things. Tony. Tony. So, yeah, there's transfers and hits, I think, are coming your way. Yeah, well, good thing you can help me. Yep. So that was me. And now. And got knocked out of the cup. What a fucking disaster week for you. Sorry. Oh, yeah. So I was 2 0 going into this week, and I I don't know how tie breaks work, but the first (laughs) tie break is points. And I lost. I went 2 1. Which is like good, like that's pretty good, and I lost by overall one point. Like Isaac Hayden just playing fifty six minutes instead of sixty, like that's the difference. Yeah, or Neil not playing. It's just Matt Tucker got second place, six points, and he had one eighty seven FPL points in the three games, and you had six points and one eighty six. That's unbelievable. I mean, it's the cruelty of still having like Schmeichel. You know, he's getting. I don't. I. I. I uh, it's okay. okay. Every, it's this is fine. So you had a good wild card. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had us, a good wild card. I, I got sixty nine points. Nice, great sign from above. Maybe I'll be sixty nine ing someone soon. Um, I went up one hundred twenty k, three fifty one k overall. I did not cap Mo with you. We both took our swings and we both missed. I went OBS. You went Coon. Don't really regret it based on what happened. Um, but you know. Would have been a lot better if I captain Mo. Um, yeah, I mean, I went up 400k on the triple cap Mo the week before, and then I went up another 120k this week. So I'm, I mean, it's not a good rank. I'm 351k, but it's my highest rank since game week three. I'm okay, fucking so you're, crazy. Yeah, you're good. You're building momentum. Yeah, at the right building time. momentum. Building momentum. You, you usually do really well the last like 15 game weeks. Yeah, that's not last when season, you do. but that yeah, is but usually, my like MO. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah I mean, you're, you just like hit. A, I listened to my life when I was on the flight out on yeah. Friday. Yeah, I mean, you just landed on you know the the Sheffield U. You stuck there, and Sun, you know, Sun was a good. Looks like he's going to be a good little diff. Yeah, yeah I mean, I he got the hardest think, game out of the way for the rest of their and season, yeah, and, and he, he got scored. an eight pointer. Yeah, yeah. So. I mean, he didn't do anything, but that's another <laughs> quite, that's Spurs another story for anything. another day. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, Ings and Jim. Quintuple clean. Yeah, I have Ings and Jim. I have like the long term holds. Yeah. Yeah. So pretty like, I wrote this in Diary of a Madman also. It was a pretty like standard wild card, I think. You know, a lot of guys on Slack were also wild carding and had like basically the same team, like swapped two guys or something like that. So, you know, it's looking good so far. Um, Bench, not looking so good, but that's, that's okay. Yeah. I mean, I have two pieces of shit in Hayden and McCarthy. I've, Brando I was surprised. Who didn't yeah. play, and then I, yeah. yeah, I think that was the one thing I would have been really advocating hard for you to have had a bench of some. Substance. Yeah, there but were there were tinkers okay. when I had a bench, like Moy as like the you know fourth defender first on my bench and stuff like that, and I definitely played with it, but in the end, I put all the money on the pitch. I mean, I have a lot of premiums and and big big hitters, yeah. so I didn't yeah. sacrifice no, no. him and as rings, which were like. The guys I thought about sacrificing, you know. So I, yeah. I, in the end, I, f- I think I feel good. But um, yeah, no, it's a good team. I mean, I think you look like you're in good shape for the next handful of fixtures, and then after that, you'll who knows. We'll yeah, see. I mean, we'll get there. But I'm terrified of only having Kev for this week of City. But going beyond that, yeah, I think I'm pretty well set up. I can't believe Schmeichel. Just like. Oh. Yeah, he's he's horrible. Um, let me shout out the prize league mugly winner for January, uh, which was Scott McCash. Mug on the way to him, and then shout out to the leader in February so far with Gare Duta. 
82 point week after wildcard, so he he did the thing. And shout out to the leader of the FML field public league, Egyptian dude named Hassan Yusri. His team name is You'll Never Walk Alone. So I was just, you know, I wonder if he likes Mosalah or not. I think he probably likes him. Um, moving on, dude. So, where to begin? Where what what's on your mind? <laughs> um, I don't know. <laughs> You're like nothing. All right, let me I read have, some. Let me read some. Man I have City so questions. many problems and questions, but I don't know where to begin. It's just right. too. It's like there's too many different brands of like water at the checkout thing, and I yeah, like, can't yeah, pick yeah. one. Well, the cheapest is always Dasani, so whatever. Um, Which goalkeeper is Dasani? McCarthy, probably. All right, let's uh, let's do these Man City questions. We got three questions on them. Ashir said, "In your opinion, is the Spurs defeat going to have a demoralizing effect on Pep and City?" Adding Champions League and the other two cup competitions into the mix and the league foregone conclusion. Is it viable to still have Triple City attack? He has Mares and Kevin considering getting Kuhn. Chester said you already talked about him. Which city assets do you want to keep and which do you want to ditch? And while she looking for someone else, he said, other than the obvious Kuhn, Kev, Mares options, who would the next two or three city assets you would pick any position for your team, assuming it's a longish, longish hold after the blank, which I think is a really difficult question, to be honest. But so oh, yeah. It's probably Ederson. Yeah, Ederson. But what... Like so, obviously, I, I mean, I'm speaking for you, but we're all we're both going to advocate keeping all of your city guys for this week, right? Because yeah, don't, don't speak for me, bro. Oh, I mean, you, you know, speak, no, you, don't speak for me. You have bro. your chance to you know rebuttal or whatever the <laughs> fuck you want to do, but you know, this week, week off, home West Ham on Sunday, no Champions League coming up or anything. Like so, this week, it's like you want all three of those attackers and probably captain them, right? I mean, the most important thing is if Sterling's actually injured, that would be so good for City. But they need him to just not play. It's insane how bad he is and how bad he's been. Bad. He's been fucking one of the worst players on the pitch every game. Yeah. Every single game. He's one of the worst players for like three and four months. And so that would be good. But outside of that, yeah, I think you just hold who you have for Watson. I just, I don't really. So tell me more about the game. I mean, I saw the highlights, obviously. I saw like the 4XG, and then they allowed two goal attempts, and they lost 2 nothing. I mean, the red card, obviously. Zinchenko's a fucking idiot, and the no pen on that Lloris follow-up was ridiculous. Oh, that yeah, was yeah, yeah. ridiculous. It was funny because people were arguing about about it with me, like, should it be a pen or not? And I kept being like, what? it doesn't matter... Well, like meaning, like they don't like the interpretation of the rule, and I'm like, that doesn't matter. Put that yeah, aside. That's the wrong that's question. That's called a pen every single time, 100 percent no. of the time in the Premier yeah. League. So that's a pen. But yeah, whatever. That was definitely. I mean, Kuna def- probably def- would have pen. taken it and missed it again. So whatever. But well, he did. Pep said that they, it was one A and one B with him and and Kuhn and yeah. they decide or whatever. So I mean, I don't think they would decide like after you take this actual piece of horse shit do it again but that's an, another issue but. yeah I, I assume Kuhn will be taking the next pen he's on the pitch for but I mean it I mean, was it was yeah. it was one of those games I feel like City have had this game multiple times this multiple times this season where they just completely dominate for the first 
large chunk of the match. All the stats, all the XG, all the big chances, like even drawing a pen, I, that's happened multiple times this season. And then the other team just scores on like one yeah. break or their first I mean, the shot Pal- on target. The Palace game, two, three games. Palace, ago. Wolves, like earlier. earlier yeah, Wolves. even like. Well, they were down to 10, though. Even like Norwich, like I don't know. It's just like they're 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 just liable to give up a goal in every match this season, like on one counter or the first shot the, or yeah, something. The missed chances are impossible to explain to me. No, that like, it's uh, to me it's that's just like unlucky. Obscene. That like they but, got but unlucky. It's been, yeah. But that's been happening a lot this year. Yeah, but I mean, I I don't know actually because I haven't looked, but I, I wonder if it's actually more than last year or not. I feel like the Defensive frailty is the bigger difference, and I feel like okay, that's that's possible because they just rack up so many shots and so much XG, and they're still they still have like a million goals this season, you know. Yeah, no, but, that's that's true. No, it's probably just perception because they get so many, then we, we just see them miss more quantity. But in right. the end, it's like fine, I right. guess. But like Sterling still... is pro- Sterling probably by himself swings it to like a little bit worse this season than last season, but like yeah, everyone else is probably the same. But the thing that I was wondering and it sort of relates to Ashir's question is just like and also there were, I should say there was a guy from one of the city podcasts on an Anfield rap episode and he was really good at talking about it and it's just like I don't know from roughly now through the end of the season how hard they're going to press in these games where it's like Last season, you know, the last, like, I don't know, 20 games of the season, Liverpool and City just won every game and were just keeping each other focused and up for every game and, like, pushing for every single win at the end of every game, you know? Whereas this season, you know, the league's done. They have actually nothing to play for. Like, the difference between second and third means nothing to them. They have unlimited money. And... From the 49th minute on against Spurs, they had they took four shots and had 0.21 xG, and their shots were just garbage. All of them, all four of them, were just garbage. And the first fucking 49 minutes of the game, they they had like over three xG and a million shots, and were just completely. I mean, they dominated. were down a man for the last half hour, so. Yeah, that that's like, I, true. I don't really, I don't know, I don't take much from that, but. I understand where you're coming from for sure I, I, in terms just, of just Yeah, it's more of like a I'm curious about it thing than it is like yeah. I have the numbers to back it because it, it arguably hasn't even started yet. But like I'm just wondering like if they're getting frustrated in one of these classic city games of this season and it's nil nil on sixty or one one on sixty or something, it's like are they yeah, but going they, against all Palace for it, though? You know? They just had that game against Palace and they came back and fought for the draw. Well, they they fought for the fucking. They took the lead, the, and but then you they, know what I mean. Yeah, and then yeah. they gave the last thing because they're fucking the defense. But like they did, they showed that two yeah. games ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm probably and, reading yeah. too much into it. I'm just and wondering, then they like six against Villa after West Ham. You know, I talked about this in the lead up into my wild card. But after West Ham, their next match is Leicester on the February 22nd. So it's really far away with Real Madrid three days later. And I just don't see any reason why after this West Ham match, like they're going to be running out the starters full pelt every week. Like they already save Laporte. Like if they were in a title contest, Laporte plays 100% of the time against Spurs. But they're just like protecting him because they're like, yeah, we just need him for Madrid. 
Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't know the fitness or physio situation there. If he had a setback, I don't know if that's going to be the case. But I, I think you're you're like playing this angle a lot harder than I'm giving it like okay. thought or credit. Personally. No, that's why I'm bringing it up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I still feel like they just roll teams like for fun, and you know, they're they're not going to just suddenly start playing at half speed. I, I mean, he's got a lot of injuries right now, I guess, but. I still feel like they should have won that game four nil based on what I was watching in the in the, the fifteen yeah. minute highlight job. So no, absolutely. Well I guess what I'm trying to say is they're still gonna win a lot of matches four or five nil because yeah. on balance in the first thirty, forty minutes of that match it should have already been three nil. But there are gonna also be matches where they're frustrated for the first fifty, sixty minutes. Sure. And I'm just not sure that that game ends up 3-0 or 2-0 or 2-1 or whatever. Whereas yeah, like last year's City, I'm like 100% confident. I'm like live it. betting that they're going to win, even yeah. though they're down 1-0, you know? Yeah, and I think one difference, too, is what we're seeing what's going on with Liverpool, which is last year, you know, City were just so dominant that the opposition were basically playing for a draw slash not to get a hiding. Yeah. And this year, they can be got at. And Liverpool is getting that kind of treatment where the opponents, I mean, Southampton had a good half, but in general, right, in the last yeah, handful yeah. of games or just for a little while, teams are just going to Anfield or playing Liverpool just like this is a free hit. You know, they, right. they don't give, it doesn't matter. And they, it's just such a ridiculous dominance. It's just not even a contest. But, you know, I think with City games, you are seeing that. You know, teams go to at the Etihad like they've been fucking losing a lot of games this year, so they yeah. don't have that either. So, yeah, I think there's definitely something to it. But I mean, from an FPL standpoint, yeah. So from FPL, still, we, we went yeah, off the rails. Yeah, I still feel like it's a little bit of a loose like justification to be like, yeah, they're they they don't have anything to play for, so they're gonna you know, so we don't need their players. I still feel like they're really good picks, but you know, even with three days between, like you can also if you're talking about Madrid and Leicester, yeah, you know, you're also talking about okay, so do you want them to have played their last competitive game 14 days earlier? Because that's what you do if you rest everyone. You know, I mean, these guys right, they right, need to right. be on the pitch, so yeah, they I'm need not a you know and stuff, yeah. Yeah, and I mean, it's still a league. I mean, there's still fucking a lot of games left. I, I just, I don't think that they're anywhere near the beach. And he's going to use the league as, you know, a way to stay sharp to try and get through in Champions League. So I, I'm not too worried about any of that stuff. Okay. I, I still kind of feel like it's a pretty comfortable hold. Um, I mean, I still feel good with them and, you know they're gonna get these re- weird fluky. I mean, how many times though? I mean, Kuhn got felt. I mean, I just it's the pens are a tough one. It's like I mean, I've gotten Mares two weeks ago. He got the assist for the pen, didn't get, didn't convert. And then I had Kuhn this week got the so assist, didn't get it because they don't convert it. And then I mean, I mean, watching the fucking th- how many times? I think two. There were like two times that Mares should have assisted Kuhn, and I'm just sitting here. I'm like, holy fucking shit! Like I could have gotten fifty points from this game. Yeah, from you like, actually like could have gotten fifty points. There was also another couple Kevin moment. It was so I just feel like they're still good picks. I mean, one zero. Even though they dominate, is is not not really worrying me too much. Yeah. Okay. Generally, but I mean, but I yeah, I definitely don't see any other assets I want though. The yeah, defense I mean, is a fucking it's mess. Just, it's just something to monitor. I'm just looking at their yeah. schedule now. It's like they have Madrid, then they have blank because they have the League Cup final. Then they have the FA Cup. Then they have United. These are all like three days apart. And then they have Burnley, and then they have Madrid again. And I'm just like I don't know. I, I'm a little bit like. 
there's a chance that like Jesus starts against Burnley because they're oh, saving yeah. Kuhn versus no. Madrid. You yeah, know? and I'm just like, yeah, yeah, for it, sure. It just and, gets sketchy. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But I mean, that's when you you know you know what you're buying into here. I mean, yeah, Kuhn yeah, yeah. missed the the Sheffield United game, came off the bench, scored a goal. You know, he you know he gets 20 points, 13 points. You know, then you take a zero once you in a while. A so yeah, yeah, yeah. The uh, I mean, to me, that just means don't have Isaac Hayden coming off your bench every week, <laughs> which some of us may or may not have. Which both of us may have. But yeah, def- defensive options, I'd, I think I'd only be interested if Laporte starts playing in the league. Yeah, and I mean, Mendy, Mendy had a couple good games there. It looked like he was coming back into something, and now he's fucking hurt again. Story of his life. Yeah. So. And they loan out Angelino, and Zinchenko's on a red, so... Yeah, I guess Kinsella's going to come in. I don't know why he's not... Yeah, playing every game. I yeah, don't know. Like they, really they have good. such bad options, and they he just doesn't play. I don't know. He must be like really dumb in training or something. Yeah, hates him. I like him. Um, yeah, all right, like him so that was a big city talk. Um, we got a bunch of questions about Lester. Um, oh God. <laughs> yeah, Tom. Wait, what the hell? These aren't Lester. Oh, I fucked this up. I tried to organize my shit. Okay, there's not that many questions about Lester. Two of these good. are not. Um, Lewis H, should I fuck Vardy into the bin or into the sea? And who should I replace him with? And then John Astray, I watched the Fox's highlights and both Matto and Vardy should have returned at least once. Am I missing something? Is there really, is there really that much better of options with no Kane, Has, Coon, City, not sure what Spurs have, Obs at Winger, etc. So... Ashley's kind of advocating for keeping them. What, what do you think? Well, what did you see from the game? I, I assume you watched it. Yeah, I watched the whole thing. I mean, they... I think John is right. I mean, they absolutely should have scored. I thought Vardy still looked sharp, looked good. Pretty unlucky to not get returns from both of them. They played better than I thought they would against the top top side. You know, I've voiced that opinion many times on here. But, you know, at the same time... They still have the two really bad fixtures, like worse than the Chelsea fixtures coming up with away Wolves and Home City. Two um, fucking set-piece goals, dude, just kills me. Kills me. How fucking much have we been complaining about Schmeichel not coming out, by the way? Been talking about that for like the last two months. He's he's not good. He's fucking bad. Yeah. He's just bad. Yeah. He's like a minulae. He's just like a Danish minulae is what I see when I watch him. He's so yeah. Make every stupid. save look into a world knee. Yeah, like a lot of screaming and shit, and then just and then like, Rudiger gets a brace off you. Like, okay, good job, guy. Like, never come for a corner. Never come for an and the Rudiger. The second goal was like an eighteen foot header. It's it was like, oh my ridiculous. god, he just doesn't come. I don't know what he's doing. Yeah, they, defensively, they're fucking shambles. Like that's not that doesn't even need to be discussed. I don't think. But in terms of Vardy Matto, I mean, I still want no part of them for away Wolves home city. That said. I could see myself going back to maybe Vardy, maybe even both, when their fixtures turn in game week 28 and every other team is back in Europe and Leicester just play once a week, like LOL, we have the easiest fixtures and just gone another run or something. It's going to be tough for me to to get over what they've been doing to me this season. I, I'm not sure if I'll be ready to go back, but I hear yeah. what you're saying. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I, you know, I've been critical of Braj, and I, he's just doing my head in completely. 
I feel like he puts the team in position to not succeed. I don't know. I don't yeah. know. I mean, it's I, I, do, I do, it baffles me. The personnel decisions and the formations they baffle me, and his subs also usually baffle me. Well, especially um, against the top sides, I agree. And I, I mean, yeah. he was Mourinho's assistant. You've got to factor that in. Like, that's the school of draw against the top sides and win and beat the lower teams and win the league. You know. Yeah, that's fair, but I, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure. I, I think definitely if you don't, if you have Vardy, it's got to be tough to hold. Yeah, just and looking thing, at. Yeah. I mean, just looking at his fucking log. It's like, am I looking at Vardy or Schmeichel? It's oh, they're both just nightmares. I mean, he has one return in seven, eight. I mean, he missed a couple or whatever. It's just bad. Yeah, and the thing that I was going to say also is that when he was in that insane run of form earlier in the season. It didn't matter what the fixture was, you know, you captain him every week, blah, blah, blah. But like if he goes into the Norwich game in just ridiculously bad form and Lester just in shambles and yeah. look bad, like I, yeah, I'm definitely not buying. Yeah, I'm not sure that they're gonna just like, oh, turn it on, like Norwich, LOL, easy game, you know? Even though they kinda did that versus West Ham without Vardy, but I don't know. I I'll see it first and then maybe yeah. go like OBS to Vardy yeah. or something then. Lester just, oh my God! I think that's like probably like a primary like reason of for my season of why it's not gone well is my just everything that I've done with Lester players. Yeah, like late to Lester people and then held late them for to too long. Then yeah. doubled the defense. I mean, the the, the Pereira Schmeichel combo when I got them is just complete it's, disaster. It's, it's laughable. It's just laughable. Yeah, it's a complete utter disaster. It's just insane. I kind of want to look it up, actually. I've had one clean off Schmeichel since I bought him. Yeah, you got Schmeichel. I bought him the week, week after. Yeah, they've two, kept one two, clean five, since five, then. Zero. <laughs> two, two, five, zero, three, six, four, two, one, one. That's bad. And then, and then Pereira, Pereira had that double hit one, right two, after one, I got rid. Zero, zero, six, one, one. Get rid of him. Twelve. Twelve. Yeah, it's. It's just oh my goodness. Yeah, that that's a fucking run. That that's a post mortem pod like look back at the season type of run for you right there. That those combined yeah. points are horrific. And I mean, it's the thing with Schmeichel that is really doing my head in about it. Is is just I mean, I'm gonna probably wild card soon ish, and you know, chances are I buy some other goalkeeper who's just terrible all of a sudden, and they just start getting two points. Like I don't even know if it's worth wasting a transfer there to just pick someone else who I'm going to fuck up. Yeah, I think it's worth wasting a transfer there at this point. <laughs> but at the same time, I got to say, like, obviously I, I'm usually cursed with goalkeepers, but yeah, wild carding in Hendo, I'm just like, holy shit, let's go. <laughs> like It yeah. just feels incredible. Yeah. I mean, he's gotten more points in the last two game weeks than I've gotten out of the last nine from Schmeichs by like a lot. Oh yeah, by a lot. Yeah, well, yeah same by with a lot. Pope. Same with Pope, though. Oh well, I mean Pope. Let's let's Pope. Popinho. <laughs> yeah, best, absolutely. Second in starting to second beat in points. When was it? It was like four weeks ago, and I was like, yeah, he's tenth in points. So he's like the worst guy of all the guys with the fixtures. And he just up. put in thirty points in the last three games. Of course, yeah, six, ten, twelve. Insane. Yeah. Easy. Easy game. A um, couple of questions on Bruno Fernandez, Jonah. Which of the new transfers are the most appealing? I just have to stop you. Yeah, yeah. Pope second. We we are. Why do we do this every year? We 
every fucking year we make transfers on goalkeepers and it's always dumb yeah, and bad. Yeah, it's the dumbest thing ever. I mean, Why this do we is keep doing it? My revelation of the past like what? three weeks or whatever, and I've wrote it in the diary and I've definitely talked to you a lot about it. It's just like making my moves and taking my puns on expensive guys and just letting my cheap... I mean, I said it on the pod like two months ago when there were all these goalkeeper questions. I was like, it doesn't really fucking matter. Just hold your guy. And it's like basically true. Like they just just hold your guy. They're all gonna go on runs at some point. You know, Matt Ryan is the biggest piece of shit in the world. Brighton suck dick. One of these games, he's gonna get like a thirteen pointer. That's just gonna happen. And then all of a sudden, he's gonna be like the top. And then he'll be like fifth. Yeah, yeah, and then he's fifth. And it's like, oh, I should have held Matt Ryan. Oh, fuck me. (laughs) It's like just hold any fucking guy. So hold Schweikel. Yeah, I guess I just. I, just I mean, just Finkel is Einhorn, basically, right? Einhorn is Finkel. It's just <laughs> <laughs> they're all the same. Oh my god! Yeah, and they're all disasters. Just, I'm uh, holding them. Uh, I'm holding them. All right, we're holding. We hold. <laughs> I'm holding. Those. We hold, those. I hold it. When I wild card, I'll do something about it. But I'm holding. Oh god! Oh uh, my god! Fuck! Yeah, we got these. This. These Bruno Fernandez slash new transfers question, Jonah, which... Oh, God. Yeah, I mean, there's... Whatever. They both... Jonah and Tom T are both asking about Bruno Fernandez. They probably are Manchester United fans. Did you see anything you like? Are you interested in buying him? Is there, are there I any mean, other transfers you like? It's obviously a difficult one for me to really weigh in heavy-handedly without having watched the game. And oh, right, it also right. would be a difficult one if I did watch the game because it would have been the first fucking game he's you know that <laughs> yeah, I you know yeah. it's so whatever but uh you know he looks like a, a box of tricks but the worrying thing to me is nothing going on in the box like is this just Nevesh? I mean it looks yeah. like he's just like a better a bread a better version of Nevesh. So how many you know bangers is he's shooting from fucking Paul land? Paul is gonna love him. Uh, They're oh just gonna God. be shooting from fuck land In all practice, the practice. They just shoot from yeah. forty yards all day. It's like, <laughs> like Golden State like, Warriors practice. They're yeah. just checking up like threes for fun. Then they're happy with their six percent conversion rate. But yeah. I just I need obviously more. But it yeah. is always very worrying to me when. New guys come in, especially to a team like United or you know one of the London teams that has a lot of you know shit, and everyone starts fucking losing their minds and talking about, oh, I'm gonna bring him in next week because the fixtures are. It's like, okay, he's not cheap. I mean, he's not a fortune, but he's eight. I mean, do you want him over Tony? They're the same price, and Tony's playing striker. That's yeah. I I mean. Lukash, like I just I don't know why people would want him. It doesn't yeah. make sense to me. And if he was getting in the box and having, you know, really, you know, getting doing a lot of that business, that would be a different story. But he took I don't think he had one touch in the box. And he did have a lot of attempts, I think he had five or six or something like that, but they're all all from range. So yeah, he you had know, like it just doesn't... five shots for an XG of like Point one six, I think it was. Yeah, that's fucking Paul Fuckmeland. I mean, I'm sure he's on pen, so that's a nice thing. Well, but, yeah, I was you know, actually going to say that, like, because a third of his goals in Portugal have been pens, and yeah. we're not 100 percent sure if he'll be on them or not. But if he is, that's really good. Obviously, yeah. I don't know the. 
I've been still bad. Yeah, like I was watching that match really (laughs) closely because I was, you know, the Bruno hype is real. I was really excited to watch him and stuff, and I thought he showed a lot of flashes of being a really good player and stuff like that. But the thing that I don't understand with United and and Ole in general and just like their tactics in general is just like they're really good at like getting the ball to the final third. Then they just don't. I feel like I watch them and they just don't know what to do with it. They're constantly just recycling possession from side to side of the pitch. And there's like never passes into the box and there's never like good runs and there's never really good one twos. Like they, they're, they have all the other shit orchestrated. The defending, they're good on counters, like getting the ball again to the final third, progressing it. They're good. And then there's just like no orchestration, no combinations, like nothing. Like you think about the other good teams, like well, Olan, they they're not good. Their players are very bad. I mean, look at who they're playing. Who they play in midfield? Like they're not good. Yeah, they're just not good. I mean, Rashford and Martial had a pretty okay understanding together when they played on the pitch. I'm sure that was like 500 minutes of the season, the way that's been it's been going. Yeah, but they have just. Bad Paul's been out all year. I mean, they have fucking bad players. They have yeah. bad fucking players. They play Andreas Pereira, who couldn't probably get in the Palace team. He's just auto start first name in the sheet. Like <laughs> they play Lingard, Mata, like Matic and Fred. They, you know, one yeah. B starting yeah. to do a little crossing. I mean, they're fucking bad. He's yeah, putting so shot back, line, so they have no width. It's like they're bad. Yeah, they're bottom bad line team. is they just don't want a piece of that. Really. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I, I Tony. It's still the same thing that I keep. Like rocking myself in the fetal position in the corner, like he's playing striker. He's playing striker, but it's not easy holding him. I mean, three yeah. blanks in the in a row. They haven't scored in the last two against Burnley and Wolves, both at OT. It's yeah. That sad. was that was another John Ashley question. He said, "Do we dump Martial?" Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm still holding. I just don't think that it's you know. I don't see a obvious replacement who I love, and I still like don't think he's a pro. Like, he's a problem, but is. Yeah, I have Neil. Like I have Neil, I have Neil and Alaire. So I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah. Tony, just, stays, Tony stays. <laughs> Tony stays. Michael stays. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, so Tony's like, um, I mean, he had like no attempts or something, and it's like, yeah. okay, yeah, I get it, I get it. It's I get it, but I still believe in him. I just think he's a class player, and I love him. And he's, you know, I bought him a while ago, so. I, I don't think it's like a must sell or a hard sell. I still feel like that, you know, they're going to trickle in a few here and there. And, you know, I still don't, I mean, we don't know what their good fixtures are because their good fixtures were the hard on paper fixtures all year. Yeah. Really and, weird. you know, Chelsea, Everton, you know, Spurs City, like, I don't know if those are bad for them. I have no fucking clue. I don't know what they're up to. So, you know, it's, that's a fun thing. Yeah. I think it's a blind faith, though. I mean, there's not, you know, you can't look at any statistical data points over the last two, three and, 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 and objectively say, uh, no like, they're, yeah, no way. they have a good outlook for points in the near term. Like, I'm not trying to no sell idea. you fucking, I'm not an Eskimo selling ice or whatever that thing is, you know? You could sell, but, you could sell a ketchup popsicle to a woman in white gloves, you know? Yep. <laughs> um, yeah, I know. And, I agree with you there. And a thing that this is another kind of like theme that I've developed over the course of the season. I don't think I've mentioned it to Bob, but you and I texted about it a bit is like, I'm trying to make transfers 
I'm trying to transfer guys in instead of transferring guys out. And I know that sounds very stupid, but what I mean is I'm trying to not just get rid of guys because they're pissing me off or they seem like bad picks. Unless there's someone that I'm targeting is a much better replacement and I'm very confident in him. Which goes to what you said, that there's not someone like directly like for like that you love for Tony. So I feel like it's a worthwhile hold. Whereas if there's someone in another position and say you could go like, you know, someone to fucking mow or, you know, someone to a really good pick, someone to a Sheffield United defender, whatever it is, that's more of a transfer that I'd rather take because I'm aggressively going for someone who I think is a good pick. Does that even make sense at all? Yeah, I mean, there were little bits that, that made sense. That's all I'm going I think, for, little bits. I think, you know, it's not to say that you shouldn't be trying to f- identify when a player you have is just bad. Like, that's also yeah, very useful yeah, to make course. the transfer. But, yeah, for the for players that are just kind of fringy who are, you know, historically good and, like, class players, to, yeah, I mean, to, to do that is, is, is a tougher thing, so... Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Good job by you. But yeah, and I mean, long short, Bruno. Like, I mean, I don't get it. I just don't get it. But you know, if you want to have like a new guy and it's fun, I mean, it's yeah. That you know, I, I'm gonna. I'm probably gonna transfer Ozil. Yeah, I'm probably gonna transfer like Ozil in soon. So <laughs> fuck me. Yeah, I don't know if there's any other transfers. I mean, Bergwine looked good for Spurs, but they like you know got dominated. We'll see. I guess there. I guess Jared Bowen is one that I'm like interested in, but he plays for West Ham, unfortunately. So it's bad. Um. Otherwise, do you want to jump to questions, or is there something else that's on your mind? I don't. I mean, I didn't. I didn't catch any of the any of the nineties. I mean, was there anything that stood out? I mean, obviously, you know, the Sheffield U against. Uh, I mean, we're terrible. So honestly, the Queen Palace came were in. pretty good as far as it goes. Like, I actually mentally, when I was I was keeping tabs on that game, I was thinking like. I want to remember this for next season because Sheffield United kind of couldn't deal with Palace. And I could see teams and managers adjusting to them in that way next season and them having a much harder time. Because Palace obviously just sit deep, give no space to counter, and then counter themselves you know, with, with pace and wealth and shit. And they were drawing a lot of fouls. I thought, uh, was it Baldock or Basham? I thought was lucky to stay on the pitch. Like he easily could have been... Could have gotten a second yellow, probably should have. Um, and like for the first chunk of that match, Palace had like all the shots. I think Sheffield United had like zero shots to six or something like that. And then, you know, they get the fucking Guaita own goal on a corner. They didn't really do much else in that match. Like Palace out XG'd them and stuff. So it was kind of a little bit eye opening to be like, oh, well, maybe actually they do have a weakness, which is like teams just. Low block, yeah, low block, like and and they yeah. they can't counter, which is like their bread and butter. I feel like, but yeah, yeah, that's possible. Yeah, I'm trying to think of other things. I mean, Liverpool's an Nothing interesting match. Yeah, but I mean, whatever. It was interesting just because, and you and I spoke about you know the reason we didn't cap Mo is because Southampton had been so good, and for the first half. That was exactly true. It was a really close match. Southampton had chances. They were really good. They they could have gone one 0 up easily. But the thing that we probably both underestimated is just like when the other team is playing well, Liverpool seemed to just always step it up and just outplay them even more. Like you know, against all the top sides, they've done that all season. And yeah, the second half was just a joke. 
Yeah, I think, I mean, it was to me a little bit of something new to me watching Liverpool of just a new, another gear. I mean, you know, we know that, that Klopp's got that in him to, you know, make those little in-game shifts and, and tweaks. Yeah. And I mean, for them to have been, you know, playing pretty tight, nil-nil at half, and then what they did in the second half was like, okay, like, what the fuck is happening? And, you know, they're just, it's just, it's, it is getting just really hilarious how much better they are than every other 11 that they yeah. step on the pitch with. And Mo is fucking stupid. I mean, he's just ridiculous. It's yeah. ridiculous how good he is. It's yeah. fucking ridiculous. And they should just keep blowing these away. There's no reason to think otherwise. I mean, Hendo's playing the best form of his fucking life. He looks like one of the best players in the world right now. And the midfield's ticking, and you know, no money, no problem. They put two, yeah. three around Mo. It doesn't matter. The space is it. It doesn't matter. They just shift yeah, the, the ball so fast. They create so much space. It doesn't matter. Yeah. The interesting so, thing about yeah. that sec, the second half thing that you just mentioned is like, so you take their their recent games against you know West Ham, Wolves, United, Spurs. Like they try and not expend energy. Like, their ideal game is win 1-0, 2-0, and just coast. And, like, that was the West Ham game, whatever. But when teams press and try and win and try and compete is when they actually, like, turn it up, you know? Like, I wouldn't be surprised if this next run of easy fixtures is just, they're all just, like, 2-0, 2-1, 3-0s game or something like that. Like, I don't see, like, 5-0. They're not City. They're not going to do that if they don't have to. But it's weird when teams push them, they kind of like step it up even further. It's it's a weird thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess it makes sense because the other team also gets tired, and the fitness yeah. is always better. So and more that's space. why they can yeah, and that's why they can put foreign in in the second half because they're like, oh, that was fun to watch this, you know, kind yeah, of exactly. thing. Yeah, and uh, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think if there's other things, but it's hard to like. Hard to look All at right, a week so just, come, just, but let's do questions, yeah. Okay. Um, Brian Raggett. Any advice who to replace Lester defense with? So I put this in there because we could just talk about defenses as a whole, who do we like? Yeah, I, who do we trust? Yeah, I mean, I guess we didn't have the information of the blanks when we potted last time, I and mean, we yeah. were seeing Shef, you know Sheffield United have the blank now, and that was a little bit improbable because we, we were expecting Leicester to go through, right? Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, I still definitely like Sheffield United defense. They, you know, they still have really good fixtures, even though they do have the blank in twenty eight. I mean, buying is a little bit going to be probably be a little tough now if you have City, you know, depending on the team, but. They look okay. I, you I, know, I also don't give a shit that much about the blank. Like uh, yeah, Jason and I were talking about, yeah, it's just one game. Like if you have eight or nine guys, you're probably going to be fine. You're not going to like get destroyed because you're down two guys. You know, like it's yeah, still like your worth two it to worst get players don't play. It's, yeah, it's still okay. worth it to get, get Sheffield points. United defenders who could clean four out of the next four. You know, three out of the next four yeah. or whatever. Yeah. I mean Southampton, you know, we they they finally got the tough one out. So they have home Burnley, home Villa at West Ham, home Newcastle at Norwich, taking us till the end of March. There, that's as good as it gets for the next five. So yeah. that looks like a pretty good 
investment. Um, Stevens, Bertrand, McCarthy. Yeah, yeah, any really anybody. It does. You know, I don't really care that much who it is. And then I mean, Liverpool. We don't have to talk about, but that's about it. I don't know. Newcastle. I've been seeing a lot of Newcastle people talking about them. I just fucking think they're horrible. They're so bad. And I I just think they're so bad, and I I don't want a piece. Um, I don't want a piece at all. I w- I could see you know Palace underratedly have a pretty good near near term run right now. They have at Everton, home Newcastle, at Brighton, home Watford, at Bournemouth. We're getting healthier. Yeah, we, um, we got a question about that. Lewis H said, "Why can't Palace keep a clean sheet?" And, and actually, Bryce said, "Walsh is Kelly Dunn. I'm trying to navigate who I need to deal with first. Him and Lundstrom." Yeah, I mean, thank God Kelly's done. It, it pains me to feel and think that Joel Ward in is like the best thing of life, but it actually <laughs> is. He's so much better than Martin Kelly at right That's back. Crazy. It's not. It's not a comparison. But you know, we have PVA back, so we don't have to play a center back at left back anymore, and or a DM that anyway. You know, Tomo, and then we got you know Joel Ward back. You know, Gaza in there. So yeah, I I I, I don't think it would be be a big surprise if we started to keep a couple um but the fixtures don't last for that long so just keep that in mind i guess but you know after the next five then at liverpool home burnley but then it's we we have a really bad run for the end of the season from gaming 33 on there's only one one good fixture so good if you, you know maybe if you're looking a wild card around 30 or whatever yeah, uh, it could be a common. good punt yeah yeah, it could be a good punt if you want to diversify. Well, especially and you don't want as to get of a now, the big blank is supposedly game week thirty-one, which is when they have away Liverpool. So it's possible yeah. that you end up free hitting around that fixture anyway, and then wild carding yeah. by the time their fixtures get bad. That could be good. Yeah, yeah, it could be good. Um, my my two sort of rogue shouts, which is weird that their rogue shouts are the two North London teams. I think yeah, Arsenal. Look Arsenal good. are drastically improved defensively, and yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, I like that show. Leno's good, and you know they have some guys and. And honestly, I think Spurs, like, we, we kind of talked about this, I think, last pod, how, like, actually their underlying numbers under uh, Jose have been really, really good defensively. And Gazaniga, we used to think he was an improvement over Lloris, but he is a nightmare. And having Hugo's bat, Hugo back is good, and their fixtures are a little bit mixed, but they're a good team. Like, they could, yeah. they could get fourth. Like, I, I think they're better than Chelsea and United and, and, they're picking up some points, and I don't know. I yeah, I mean, I think they'll finish third. I felt like the wow, city third. game was yeah. The city game felt like a big momentum shift. Yeah, today. I think they're and on the they way got up. the little fucking Bergwine. He puts a little W in his face, so we know. Remember the first letter of his last name. That's a good job by him. <laughs> I feel like I didn't they're even gonna. Thought of that. I thought it was like a. You remember like Raz used to do that when he scored? It was like a Jamaican. Yeah, well, he gang just put sign. his actual fucking hand in his face. At yeah, least. He didn't yeah, even yeah. make an ass like an idiot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could just see Spurs just. I feel like they're in mo like mo. It's mo time. Moo moo time. Thank you. And for they're gonna that. just start. They're gonna just start winning like every game. Yeah, I. I it's there's, I there's just the a gut. Vibe. It's just a gut. No, but it's, I, it's, it's like more I than want a good. They're like buy, the perfect Mourinho. Like Mourinho loves an underdog, right? He, they, he they're all shit cunts. Every player, yeah. fucking son, murders people. He tries to take people's heads off. What would Ali's what would Bill Simmons call Mourinho Spurs? He would say they're the nobody believes in us team, <laughs> right? Like that. Yeah. That's how he sells his team, and it works. 
you know, it always has worked. You know, you know, we don't need to talk about Mourinho's history, but they're only on paper really bad fixtures are away Chelsea in 27 and home United in, in game week 30. And I think they're, they're better than those both are teams. not bad. Those are, they don't have a bad fixture. They don't that, have to play City and they don't have to play Liverpool for the rest of the year. That's basically everything I wrote in Diaries of the Madman when I was getting sun. And a Good. lot of people were upset Good. with me getting sun for some reason. I don't know. They just thought it was too expensive and yeah. it was stupid. No and one cares. Bad, but that's fine. That's fine for everyone like, to say that. Yeah, they're they're good for the rest of the way. And I still think Aurier is a good pick, despite the red card shouts. He's going to get assists. He plays so fucking get, far yeah, forward. I need to. I need to get Aurier, and maybe I'll do that this week. Aurier I need to get is good. And Sun already priced to, Rose. Yeah. He's ten mil. Like he's going to just score a lot of goals until his next red yeah, card, and then he'll be. It's definitely. It's definitely time for me to get Spurs players, and I'm getting excited right yeah, now. So I'm getting. Yeah, I'm getting the feels right there. For that. I. Yeah. I. I also really like Lukash. I mean, he's. The window pat came and went. They didn't buy a striker. And yeah, that's huge for him. Yeah, I fucking think he's going to be really good. He's seven one, and I think he's going to get a lot of just pop up with these just hauls. He's going to he's he has to play. He has to. He can't not play. Yep. When's Kane he's, due back? Is it, it's far away, right? Well, fucking who cares? He's dead. He sucks anyway. No, he sucks anyway. But he would maybe take Lucas's spot. That's why I'm. That's why I'm bringing it up. I think they were talking about April. I, there's, I, it, may, it would make no sense for him to come back um, since he'll be out of the Champions League by then. Okay, got it. Um, all right, Spurs in. Aaron on Slack. I've always played my second wild card at the end of the season as part of navigating the double, blah, blah, blah. However, this season I've played it early. What, in your opinion, are the key things we, need, we early wild carders need to consider as part of our strategy through to the end of the season? Oh. I'm an early wild carder. That's cool. Um, I mean, you you were talking about, I think, about trying to find you know the next trends and trying yeah. to make sure you're not just buying yesterday's team, which happens a lot in wild cards. When players, you know, you you wild card because you had a bad week or a bad couple weeks, and then you buy all the players who scored points in the last couple, and not really, you know. Viewing the really super yeah. long term there, so I think you know. I I mean, this is like, talking about Spurs just now. Kind of guess spurred me into that thought. Oh, <laughs> yes, 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 <laughs> yes. Um, you know that that could be something like in March. You know, everyone's buying Spurs players because it's like, oh, actually. Lacelso's back, you know, they have actually class players, you know, they don't have a fucking shit house between the sticks anymore and they're just starting to roll teams, yeah, right? Son Ali Lucas are just countering and switching and looking good, yeah. Yeah. So I think that's something important to remember. And I, I do, especially like with, with bench boost and stuff, I think that you need to, you know, keep that in mind as well. You know, have a second goalkeeper. Um yeah, it's if, a sort of plan, plan a little bit more, right? Yeah, a little more squad, I think. Yeah, a little more of a squad, plan a little bit more, but also just there's always single game weakers in the big doubles and shit who do just as well, if not better, than a lot of the doublers. So just remember yeah, that. Like, you, don't, you don't have to fucking panic too much. I mean, once yeah. we get the information, use the information, think about it before you make your moves, but I also don't think it's a huge deal. I agree. Um. So we got some mids questions from TC and lasagna lovers. TC said, 
Hey guys, which upper mids do you like? Let's say under nine mil. I already own Grealish and Traore. Is it worth getting Mares? Um And Lasagna Lover said, "Who's the best midfielder under eight mil?" So, dude, Lucas, it's yeah. it's insane that Aurier is only fucking six percent owned. How is that possible? Well, because they went on a run where they couldn't keep it clean, and he got fucking negative points and like all that I, shit. But. I, Guess. He has three straight six pointers. The devil is calling him with the six 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 right there, and he only has one yellow card all year. How is that possible? That can't be right. That's eh, actual. Maybe How the fuck is that real? Maybe maybe the other yellow got <laughs> barred to a red. <laughs> it just, like, doesn't count. Yeah, that's crazy. Right. Five million. Yeah, he's a good. No, pick. Did a, you not? Do you have him? No, I was. I played with him in wild card, and I don't have him. It's a. It's a bit upsetting to be honest. Mm, okay. Yeah. I wish what was I the question about Mares or something? It was just about mids, like mids under nine million, mids under eight million, and is it worth getting Mares? Um. Yeah, Mares is good. I think he was kind of bad. I don't know. I don't know what he's up to. He's just a fucking nightmare. Well, if, if Sterling's actually hurt, he should be pretty nailed into the right wing spot and. That'd be good. It's it, ridiculous that he has two blanks these last two games. Just fucking insane. I mean, no, he got yeah, a pen that the they numbers, didn't score two games ago. Yeah, yeah. It's he should have had six yeah. two, and then this week, I mean, he could have had ten. He could have had two assists. Yeah, he yeah. looks. He still looks good to me. Yeah, yeah. He it, every time he plays, still he's, he's, he's supposed to return. Like he should. He's return, a live wire. Yeah, yeah, I mean, he just looks a live wire. Even though he does mad shit and he pisses you off, and he'll do, you know, he'll be selfish and make the wrong decision once in a while. He's still. For every time he does that, he puts in some like ridiculous weighted pass or something. So yeah, I, I still really like Mares. I mean, I have no plans on selling him at all. Yeah, I'm probably gonna hold it, like unless he gets hurt or something, or he misses like if he, he's benched twice in a row, I'd probably get rid if something you know something happened. Yeah, but yeah. yeah, he just seems like the kind of player that should be getting points when he's in the pitch and. He has been so. Yeah, I like him still, but yeah. I like Lukash. What would you see that of the Berg, Bergwiney boy? I mean, it's I'm so, sure it was a difficult so game. Yeah, they, like yeah. not only is it a one-game sample size, but it was that match where. Well, first of all, he also limped off, so that's one to monitor. Yeah, but that's fair. But yeah, I mean, they just didn't have the ball ever and didn't take any shots and didn't create any chances the entire match. But I thought he looked really good on the ball and. You know, everything about his numbers and they talked about him on Double Pivot Pod and all that shit. Like, he seems really fucking good. I was surprised that he started just his first game straight in, but I'm excited by him for sure. And if he yeah, keeps I mean, the starting, goal was he should, insane. yeah, the goal is beautiful. And if he keeps starting, like, all indications are he's extremely good. And one, one of the best or one of my favorite points that the Double Pivot guys made about him because. It's kind of sketchy usually. I feel like guys from the Eredivisie when they they come to the Prem and they have like insane numbers, Jahan Bosch and shit. But PSV were as good as Ajax in the season when Ajax went to the fucking final or fi- semifinal. Like they were competing neck and neck the entire season in the Eredivisie that year. Like that's how good they were. They were not just like oh, it's some random Eredivisie sucks. Like blah blah blah. Everyone scores twenty goals. It was not that situation. Like they were on. A, they were legit. And like five thirty eight had them as like a top twenty team and stuff. So it it means a little bit more that you know he was putting up those huge numbers on that team because they were a legit team by all okay. indication. Yeah. You know? So yeah, I, yeah. No, I definitely like him. But uh, yeah, seven five, interesting one. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, Luke, like San Lucas or yeah, uh, yes, yeah. Okay, okay, Spurs. Yeah, still uh, Grealish. She has bad fixtures. He still like could have scored two goals <laughs> uh, against Bournemouth. Uh, there's not that many. Like the the from like seven to five. There's like not that many guys. I guess there's Lester, like I mean Harvey Barnes been playing okay. Yeah, he looks good. Triore is still good. Yeah, but he also clumped off, right? Oh yeah, yeah. He has like shoulder dislocated or something. Shoulder again? Doesn't the thing always pop out? I thought yeah. it was a lower body thing. Anyway, yeah. I mean, Traore, yeah, you could still you could still look at him. He's five eight. Yeah. Mm, don't know. Whatever. Don't know. Yeah. yeah. Fucking fuck us. Yeah. Uh, row row all day. My brother writing in. Should I let Mane rot on the bench or sub him out for? He means transfer him out for another power hitter. And then follow up. Also, should I get teeth like Bobby or roll with my Carlos Tevez setup? <laughs> I actually I pre-gamed the pod today with the dental appointment, dental dentist action. I asked about teeth whitening because I've never done it before. My teeth are fucking like yellow as fuck. So, so what's the deal with it? I don't know. You like get a mouth guard that they imprint and then they give you this gel. You have to do it every day or something for like 20 minutes. It sounds kind of like a hassle, but... I didn't minutes. Keep, she didn't tell me. Yeah, it's fine. But you had to do it for like two weeks or something. But she didn't tell me about like a 10. Like, you know, Bobby was like, I want more than a 10. <laughs> so I'm worried about that because I wanted a, I wanted like a Likert scale, like a zero to 10. Yeah, you need to, to be able to like blind people. Max. Yeah, I wanted to try and see about Max White. So we'll see about that. I'll keep you posted. Okay, cool. Yeah, let us all know. It's just like 250 bucks. so I also was like, I'm going to think about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to think about that. So what do we do about Mane? What are Mane owners doing? Assume they have Mo, I guess. Because if you don't have Mo, you do. You get Mo. I mean, if he was playing, it would still not be correct to have him over a defender. And so the fact that he's not playing means it's even more incorrect to not have him over a defender. So you just you make a double switch there, right? Yeah, I guess what other easy. mid are you talking? I guess we we talked about a bunch we of mids that we mids. like. Yeah, yeah. A lot, yeah, there's a lot. There's a yeah. lot. All right, all right. Yeah, yeah. You got rid. Of, and, and it's also someone I mentioned that in Slack also, and someone was like, I think it was Ray or, or someone was like, they also might manage his minutes. Like he comes back and then Champions League's three days later after the Norwich match. Like we don't, we just don't know how he's going to even be handled when he comes back or if he's going to be fit. So it's like, yeah. I, I mean, he, he just doesn't often get more points in a clean sheet, and they keep a clean sheet every fucking game, and you can only use captain one. Like, it, there's yeah, no, yeah, it just yeah. doesn't make it doesn't make sense. And he's yeah, he's no. I think the min, minutes managed, mischief managed could happen for sure. So yeah, you just you got to get rid. I think. You, I mean, really, you're you're gonna make your team a lot better because you're gonna be sticking six points in your fucking back line every week. Yeah, it's a good thing. Yeah. Uh, Bjorn again. It's Nathan time, isn't it? Can you feel it? What producer? I think he means Redmond. No, come on. I don't know. <laughs> he, he he wanted he was, you to say yes so badly. No, no. He he went back to like fuck. It was it was bad Nathan against Liverpool. I think it it might have been just he had that one game in him. And you know, it it really needs to be like if he has a bad game, that to me with a player like Redmond is like he's going to never he's not going to score for 2 months. 
Yeah, he's a form confidence player. Whatever yeah. and those I mean, cliches are. He had three good games and he still only had one of them where he scored points. So Yeah. I don't think I don't think so. But producer Nathan, yes, always, always producer always Nathan. Producer always producer Nathan. Jesse said, I have a non playing four oh keeper on my bench and Hendo starting. Is it worth the transfer and additional money to avoid the blank? I just want Hendo every week. Yeah, no, probably not. Probably not worth it. Yeah. I mean, I guess if you have the money to get to McCarthy, it's only 0.4 for your backup to it, McCarthy. It just de- yeah, it just depends what you are looking at everywhere else. Like if you have Lundstrom, Allaire, Mape, Martial, <laughs> like, okay, then probably not. But if you Schmeich. just wildcard it, yeah, <laughs> but if you just wildcard it, then, or recently, then you should probably be okay to cover. It depends, but you know, yeah, look at it. I don't know. Yeah, Long- initially, initially, I was like, probably not. Yeah, I mean, the benefit of getting McCarthy is that he obviously covers in the blank, and then he also covers in game week thirty-one. So even if you're using like two transfers and like a double change or something to make a four-zero McCarthy, you should make that up. You know, just with away West Ham and home Arsenal and those two, you'd you'd assume he gets at least four points combined. Wait, what's wrong in thirty? Is that when they're blanking and Southampton's not blanking? Um, is that confirmed? No, no, no. It's uh, he's playing United, so he can't play. Oh, fucking cheeky, cheeky donger there. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, that's a bet. That that tilts it for me. Yeah, I yeah. think then it's worth it. If you don't have wild card and and you're planning on holding him for the long haul, then yeah, I think definitely for two games because you're coming out on zeros there anyway. Unless if you get someone like Schmeichel who gets zeros, and right? Shit, and but, and unless thirty one becomes the free hit week, but we don't know uh, that yeah. yet. Also a good, also a good point. Don't also know that, that yet. point. Don't know that. Um, only a few more questions. Uh, oh, bro- how much is the backup? Oh yeah, good call. I haven't looked. Although you Sheffield. don't, you don't want to waste the spot though. Uh, true. More right. Four three. Yeah, I mean he's only point one less than fucking dick fuck. I just thought if you know you could do a straight swap. No, yeah, that's clever. Yeah, but you you just um, don't want to waste the spot because you have like Egan and Basham and all these fucks who are just amazing. Um, Andy. Any transfers made now should probably be made with the blank in mind. Any fixture we're looking to target in particular. I'm not seeing too many great matchups apart from premium premium assets in Southampton. So is there anyone specifically worth targeting in game week 28 for the blank? Like people, I don't know, to transfer into, I guess. Well, I mean, Palace kind of fit that bill because they also have pretty okay fixtures. They get to go to Brighton in in the Darb. So, you know, that has to, I mean, both those boxes have to tick. I I mean Newcastle and Burnley. What are Burnley up to? They have Bournemouth. I mean, Burn- and they have Southampton. I mean, are we doing a Burnley thing again? I are we back in on Burnley? Love Chris Wood right now. Yeah, is it time for the next you three? Think they'll score. You think they'll score? Yeah. When I look yeah. at Southampton and just what Liverpool were able to do to them in the second half, I'm just like. That's Burnley's bread and butter. They want teams to press so badly so they can just play it long with their shit houses up to Chris long, to Chris Wood. You know, just over the top, over the entire midfield, get Chris Wood one on one with fucking Bednarek, and then yeah. you know, he'll just Bednarek him. Can <laughs> be maybe, but they also play fucking three center backs, so he's going to be outnumbered there. But okay, I don't know. I don't know if I'm ready to go go to Burnley kinda here, like but kind of like it. I guess, but I mean, in that, that's sort of what I'm 
I'm just, you know, we're just chatting FPL here, right? That's what we do. So I, I think Burnley and, and I mean Newcastle. I, I guess you could, but you know, I, I do like I do like the Palace. Show. You know, my my Newcastle shout. I said it on Friday in my life. I didn't say it on the pod. Is it's St. Maxman time? I no, actually I actually think it is. If you you are fucking high right now, you're high. I'm, you had two I'm green arrows, high. and and you're like just spouting absolute shithole out of your face. Good. Good. Good for me. I'm gonna I'm gonna abuse it while I'm on the greens because you know what? I have a new lease on life and the key word in that is lease. It's I do not have ownership of this apartment. This is a temporary contract. And it's gonna run out and I'm gonna be back in the shithole soon. But right now I have a lease on life. But I don't know. These team there's a lot of teams after wildcard and, and just you know, not even wildcard teams that have like Moy, Fleck. Triore as like their fourth mid that they start every week. One of those three, you know. And I just look at the Newcastle have a re- the most ridiculous run ever. St. Maximus scored today in the cup. I just am like, if you're gonna if you're gonna have that like rando spot where you pretty much feel lucky whenever the guy gets a return, why not make it St. Maximus with that run? I don't know. Well, but the the main thing is because. You can't predict when he's gonna luckily do a lucky thing, or like even Triore is getting into a little bit of a better category. Yeah, he's just better. Being a yeah. little bit better, but you know, are the games he's gonna get a chance when they're playing fucking Burnley and Palace, I think or are so. they gonna be when they're at Arsenal? You know, are they playing? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I I just don't know. I have no clue. I have no no. Fe- I just feel like they're so bad, dude. Newcastle. They are. The, the thing that so I bad. love about Newcastle, and it's pretty much just one thing, is that like they just have these fucking chickens with their heads cut off for attack, and they just park, and they're pretty much bad at parking. They concede huge chances all the time. They don't even park well, and Dubravka bails them out. But the one thing they're good at is just wreaking absolute havoc. They get they go on the break and it's just Almiron, Joey Linton, and fucking Saint Maximum, and they're just running circles around people and just sprinting at them, and it's just great. And I just and feel if like they do, and if they counter well, they get a corner. Yeah, and so <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. Just, just just we're just shouting. Just we're shouting shit. and chatting here. We're we're in the waning stages of the pod. Just yep. bear with us, listeners. Yep, yep, yep. Um, Brian and Derek asking about Lundstrom and who we prefer. Derek, from... like Derpod? Yeah, Derpod boy Derek. As- he asking... asked questions for the podcast. Yeah, he put a question in. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, he put a question in. I'm going to put it in. He said, Who's your preference from Sheffield United, O'Connell, Baldock, or Stevens? I, I'll just bow out. Can you cover this one? You just looked at it. Stevens is by far the best, in my opinion. He's an actual attacking wingback who puts up actual legit numbers. He's going to get a lot of hauls from now to the end of the season. I just couldn't afford him in my wildcard structure. But as far as pretty much all the other one goes, I just want the cheapest. I just want Egan. He he gets a lot of headers also on set piece and shit, and he's the cheapest, and he's nailed, and he's 4-5. And yeah, so that's basically my answer. I mean, if if you feel like spending a little more, sure, like O'Connell is a little better on Bones, and Baldock is... Technically a wing back, but he's not nearly as as good attacking as Stevens. Um, cool. Yep. Uh, we already answered Heim's question and last question, Ivanski. You're gonna love this question. You're gonna <laughs> hear and hate this question. Five mil 
mid premium enabler bracket. Choose one for wildcard. Cantwell, Moy, Fleck, and Norwood. <laughs> <laughs> this that's where we are in life. This is we're choosing so between good. Cantwell, Moy, <laughs> Fleckino, and Norwood. Unbelievable. <laughs> I feel like Adnan on fucking GM Shuffle. I'm just like, here's the thing, Mike. We're shooting between Fleck, Cantwell, Moy, and Nor. Who even are these guys, Mike? <laughs> what percent of the pod listeners understand that reference? Like negative maybe one percent, five people. Yeah, maybe. And five he's, people. And you know, I mean, the response is, hey, you just watch the fucking tape. You yeah. just watch the fucking tape. <laughs> <laughs> You watching you, the Norwich you tape? Just, you fucking watching the tape for Norwich? You, you think that they're going to score goals here? Are you watching what they do on offense? They have no system. You know they they, they, they don't they, have they, they don't create chances. They don't know who they are. They think they're this team and they're this whole other another fucking team. It's just and the like, narrative's all it's wrong. It's just like Plato said wrong. in The Godfather. <laughs> it's the Marcus Aurelius quote from Sopranos <laughs> that we're just. <laughs> We have to move off this before everyone shuts the pot off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, we're moving on to Kat. Sorry, Ivansky. DM me. We'll, we'll figure it out together. <clears throat> okay, bro. Captains. Huge captaincy week. There's so many guys to captain. Yeah, we can't captain more than one player, though, in the rules of the game. I'm I'm not going off Mo for a while. Wow. That's, that's, that's it. That's it for me. You're not capping Coon, home West Ham. No, I'm not. Not doing it. Wow. I'm, yeah, I'm not, genuinely not shocked. No, yeah, it's going to be Mo for me this week and probably for the next, like, two months or so. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's that for you. I mean, I think yeah, if I had Aguero, I would... Definitely be on Aguero. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't think the fixtures are different, and I don't think. I mean, Mo's better than Kuhn, and the team's better than City. So I don't really get what, what's so appealing. Is it just because he because City have like kind of bad fixtures afterwards? No, it's because the just the explosivity. I mean, sure, we're coming off a week where Mo braces and these Liverpool score four, but you know, it wasn't. More than a week ago, when we were saying, "Well, City can score four, five, or six, and Liverpool usually score like between one and three. and I still think that's generally how it is. I mean, they scored four uh, this week, then they last scored four game week nineteen against Leicester, and you know the last more than four was game week fifteen. I just think City have the potential to put up five plus against West Ham and Liverpool will probably just coast to a two nil or something like that. All right. All right I'll captain Coon. Yeah. I, I, I just see it as like a, Oh, this might be another Coon quadruple return and Liverpool are just going to never leave second gear and just easily win. Okay. I'll, I'll go to Coon there. There we go. I love it. I love it. Thank you. Thank you, brother. Oh yeah, absolutely. What are you up to? I mean, I don't have Coon, so I'm on Mo. I'm thinking about going to Kev though. What about hobbies? Is yeah. it too soon with them? Is it just they, they're too erratic? The in thing Newcastle? that happened with Arsenal is Sun? that... Mm. What? Sun, interesting. Yeah, Sun. I, I have Sun at Villa, I have Ob's home Newcastle, I have Kev home West Ham, Salah away Norwich. Like, Jesus Christ. 
But the thing with Arsenal that happened, and I guess I'll get the injury report before this, but when Saka got injured, their attack just like completely died, yeah. and they had no yeah. width on the left, and Shaka was playing left back, and Obs had to play wing, and it was just horrible. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, I wonder why. <laughs> yeah, exactly. From that minute on, like they didn't create anything. And before that, Obs was just big chance every fucking 10 minutes, and he just missed all of them. But Did he not have like, Fuckock or anyone to put in there? What was going on? I don't know what happened, but the good news is they got fucking Cedric, so they have a backup now, and there's a lot of time before their match, so hopefully, like, Cola or Soccer are back fit and they can start there, but I don't know who to cap, man. I mean, I'm on Mo right now. I'm thinking about Kev. I'm honestly thinking about, like, can I transfer in Kuhn or transfer in Mares for a cap, also. Mm-hmm. That feels loose. I don't think it I, is loose, but it's just it's thing. just me trying to continue what has been a good thing for me, which is being ultra aggressive. And yeah, I mean, if you really do see it like this, and it's this clear cut to you, then then you should, I guess. Yeah. So I'm thinking about it. I mean, I'm not. We'll have to figure it out on Friday of my life. I don't know, like what moves I would make to get these guys, but I'm definitely it's in my thoughts for sure. All right. Um. Okay. What what the actual fuck are we going to do with potting with this ridiculous mockery of a game week coming up, by the way? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't even understand this week at all. I don't think I've ever seen a game week like this in fantasy. No, the, not a single, not game, a single week. game week. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Like, this is yeah. fucked up. Like, you can captain, you know, a Liverpool guy who plays a full week after the game week starts. Like, that's so crazy. Yeah, it's not great. So I don't know what we're going to do about potting. When does the next game week start after it? Oh, it's just a normal weekend normal game week, week after. So I guess we're just not going to pod in the middle of the week? Should we just do a fireside? Yeah, we should probably do a fireside. This is a great week for a fireside. All right, we'll get into that. We'll figure it out. Okay, yeah, let's get someone in there. All right, so transfers you're looking at either saving or doing something wild. I'll probably save or do something, yeah, wild, like you said, just like a hit in from Mars or some shit like that. But okay. what are you looking at? You have a lot of bad guys. Yeah, you you tell me. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck am I doing? God, I mean, my initial like whole thing with Alaire was that he was just an Ings placeholder. Yeah, I mean, Alaire, I think there's zero percent chances on my team. Yeah, yeah. that's away city, away Liverpool. No, it's un- it's not it's not that's okay. a given. So that's one down, one down, yeah, one down, five to go. Yeah, um, um I mean, so I was looking. I mean, it's kind of a little out there, but I could do something like holding Neil and benching him and. Turning Lundy and Williams into like Enda and Aria and go like five four one with Neil on the bench. Enda Aria, so you'd be starting Stevens, Gomez, Trent, Enda Aria every week. I I kind of love it. I was actually I'm suggesting a wild that card, to like... Jason sort of on Friday in my life, where I was like, "Yeah, Neil's a disaster, but like at least he's five six or five five, whatever the fuck he is," because it's like. Not that big a deal. You can bench him, whatever. But yeah, I mean, I, I think I like that. I mean, I think Alaire and well, what about should, no Ings should go. What about no Ings? Like, is that going to really fucking? Yeah, that's going to fuck you. Yeah, that's going to destroy you. Okay, so then this is he bad was he was good. He was really good against Liverpool. Oh, Southampton right. were really good in general until 
until they weren't. All right, so that's not happening then. So, I mean, assuming I do the Ings move. So you knew all air to Ings, you have a mill in the bank. No, I have zero in the bank. Oh, I forgot Ings went up so fucking much. God. Yeah. I still feel like Lundy is a major problem in your team, though, oh, because, yeah. yeah, he was. Huge problem. You were huge you were problem. planning on starting him every week, and now he's a nightmare. Yeah. yeah, yeah, huge problem. I mean, but you still want Sheffield United coverage, so you should probably just swap him to a different Sheffield United guy. Yeah, like O'Connell or whatever. Yeah, get Egan. Egan. Yeah. So that's two moves down. <laughs> well, I mean, but then it depends what I'm doing with Neil, though, because I was like sort of thinking about maybe just holding him for like a long time and leaving him on my first on my bench since I somehow get a guy off my bench every week. I don't think that's bad because you, because you have Jack Stevens, you can start. So yeah, you, if you I could do be the in a four-four-two. Yeah, and is Neil's first on your bench? Yeah, I could do that. So your bench would be Neil, Hayden, Hayden and, and Brandon Williams. Yeah, I think that's like totally fine. Is Neil going to come back in, do you think? Yeah, probably. And Potter rotates so a much. Because, I mean, they do play, they have home Watford before this zero minute thing happened. I was planning on playing Neil this week, home Watford. Yeah, well, yeah, I don't know. I mean, Muzz I mean, did is score it the equalizer, to, but. Is it better to spend a transfer? To leave Neil on the bench, like that doesn't make that much sense. Well, you're so I could just I could still just go three four three and just float one. Um, Start Stevens and you know the normal thing. No, and just play, I think you yeah, would just go Neil. for the four four two. And leave I, Neil I, on the I bench. prefer making the moves, yeah, and leaving him on the bench. I think he might not start. You never know with your city guys and shit, like. And then yeah. I'll sub in. It's just like you're setting yourself for another like Neil catastrophe if you rely on it, you know? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I like that. That sounds like a reasonable thing. I'll probably just do that double double switch. Yeah, actually like seems like your team is fine when you do that. Which is yeah, weird maybe, because yeah. it seems not fine otherwise. <laughs> right, so you're gonna just keep Schmeichs? Hold Schmeichel. So Schmeichel is gonna outscore whoever you bring in by more than four points? Yes. Really? Yes. We're just holding Schmeichs. Hold Schmeichel. Oh my god. Pense- he's due a pensive. Schmeichel. He has zero pensives this year, and one of them is coming in the next two game weeks. I or- wonder what the odds are they won't. of Leicester at Wolves being a nil-nil. I don't know. Probably not high because that would require Rui Patricio to keep a clean sheet, which is not a common. <laughs> and Casper the Ghost. <laughs> Combined clean sheet. Bad odds. Hold, hold, Schmeichel. Okay. Yeah, okay. So, I mean, what are we, because what if I don't, then what, doing McCarthy and then getting like Enda, is that worth like a fucking hit? I don't know. Could be. I don't know. Yeah, actually, could be. Could be. Like, I think that. Yeah, we're getting Aria instead of Enda. You know, Aria. Aria is good. Could you bring in Woodman? Oh, you already have Woodman. Never mind. Um, well, I start Woodman every week. <laughs> so, what do you? Come on. Yeah, I know. yeah uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. All right, I got it. This is Friday. Let's fucking wrap it here. Yeah, but this is Friday shit. Let me in a slap. We got four new signers. We got Mark Niblock, Felix Piesk, Jay Smith, and Sigurd Uppegaard. Slap that ass, baby. Get the f in there, man. 
Thanks for signing up. Um, that's Cup, it. With cups, cups going. That's good. Cups going. We got the qualifying round this week. Then the brackets begin next game week. So game week twenty seven. The bracket begins. All right. Any last words? Nope. Check us out at fmlfl.com. Follow us on Twitter at fmlfl. Support us at slash fmlfl. Subscribe, rate, view, and cheer. Podcast Network.